Hello and welcome to another episode of Project Killing Sin. Um, if you're new here, where have you been? Um, if you're joining us again and you've been with us a long time, thank you, thank you, and welcome back. Uh, today, we are jumping right into this conversation because it's very hot. It's a very, very hot conversation. And I am glad that I am not doing this alone. I have a very important guest who will introduce himself. <laughs> um, but before we get into that, um, let's, let's, let me just uh, highlight the topic. Obviously, you've seen it on the thumbnail. You've seen it on the, on the Instagram post. You've seen, you've seen the topic and the synopsis. We're talking about money. Money, money, money. <laughs> Prosperity, to be uh, precise. And this is a topic that is... It, it has been in church. It has been creeping into our lives as Christians. And it's, it's, it's a very valid um, area to be talking about, especially as young people, because we are living in a generation, in a, like we're living in a time when everything revolves around sex and money. Mm-hmm. And it's very crazy. And I think it would be an injustice if we finish this season without having to talk about prosperity and its place in the radical life. Um, remember, the theme is radical every single week. That's what we've been talking about. And today, it's about the radical journey and the radical life in prosperity. Or should, like, should we be radical in prosperity? Should we consider prosperity? And like I said, I have invited a very important guest who is going to introduce himself, and we are going to start. So, sir... Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Tell us who you are. What's up, everybody? Um, <laughs> What's up, everybody? <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to be cool. You know, I'm, I'm trying to 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 plug in into this. Um, well, this is a cool space. Uh, I'm I'm in, in in this studio with yeah, a cool you know, guy. Chilling on so, couches. Yes, I'm chilling. You know, I'm stretching on this couch. You know, uh, we're chilling out here. Yes, yes, yes. So my name is Gerald uh, Gerald Mwasi, and uh, I'm glad to be here. Mm-hmm. Thank you for having me. You are more than welcome. And obviously, like I know for, for, for the people who don't know Jared personally, this is the first time you're hearing his voice. But Jared has been instrumental in my personal life. And he has been instrumental in this vision of Project Killing Sin. Jared is like, let me say, like, I, I want to say spiritual father, but you're too young <laughs> no, 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 to no. be a spiritual father. I'm not father. a father. <laughs> spiritual, <laughs> spiritual, like, like um, uncle. <laughs> spiritual <laughs> uncle. <laughs> Spiritual uncle. I, I, I want to say spiritual uncle. And you have been so instrumental in my life. And I know I tell you this all the time, but you're just amazing. Wow. And Thanks. Thank you. Thank I, you. I am so honored that I'm finally getting to record this episode with you because, not just because you're, you're like spiritually sound-minded. Um, and oh, before I continue, you also work at ICC, Mara. Yes, yes, yes. You are um, one of the leaders yes, here. Yes, one of I'm the, one of the leaders here. In the Demystify ministry. Demystify. I, I lead a ministry called iConnect. Uh-huh. Which has a uh, demystify. Uh-huh. Um, demystify is this ministry that uh, you know um, for young adults. Uh-huh. Uh, I lead the men's ministry as well. Yeah, and uh, we also together with my wife. By the way, we're doing this with my wife, uh-huh. uh, my queen, who I was hoping would be here, but oh well. We are parenting a three-year-old yeah. month, a three a three-month-old, uh-huh. uh, very beautiful princess, uh-huh. and um, together with my wife, uh, we also lead the ladies ministry and then uh, we also lead a ministry called regs uh, relationship enrichment groups for young people who are dating mm-hmm. and also together we uh, are also in charge of visitation you know we offer visitation to the yeah. congregants here at ICCMR so 
more or less uh you read the whole church essentially um <laughs> let's not say that but like you know essentially it, it seems it, it it seems like 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 you 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 invested in every area of the church which yeah. is which is such a gift it's well, such a gift i'll tell you israelis because i i love family and i'm such mm. a relational being and family is dear to my heart yeah and uh that's why i i think these things are you know the church thought to entrust me with such a whole lot mm, and mm. by the grace of god we are managing together with my wife mm-hmm. it's not easy but uh, ministry is beautiful and it's fun it really is yeah. and and even before we get into the like the the meat of this conversation i just want to say i have seen personally what relationship looks like with through jared and his his wife sylvia and it's the most amazing thing like i i don't know how you guys do it but you do it because because there's the there's the three three month old um and then there's shan shan <laughs> the 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 boy the boy yes. wonder who is so curious and he is always <laughs> jumping he is he loves being at church he loves being like in in the space of god and it's so amazing to to have seen you nurture that in him while also taking on the the responsibilities that that you just mentioned which are could be very over like very very overwhelming if you just like stated that out to someone you know thank you thank you thank you israel and um, i'm humbled i can't say it's by my strength oh definitely and, uh, yeah. it's 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 not by my strength i'm not doing it by myself it's by the grace of god mm. and i love my queen um i love mm-hmm. my family israel talked about shanshan is our first born son we call him shanshan because uh, when he was tiny he could not say son when i used to call him son <laughs> so he used to call say Shan. So it it stuck. It's a nickname, yeah. and he's the youngest uh, demystify member. He never yeah. misses out on never. his hangouts, the services. As Israel says, we it's just being intentional to you know ground him. So whenever I go for ministry, I go with him, mm. and it's just amazing how life works. Because you know I was reminded the other day by my big sister that that is exactly what my dad used to do with me. Mm. You know my dad mm. was a deacon. Uh back I I grew up in coast in Mombasa so he was a deacon at Pefa. Mm-hmm. And uh, I used to hang out a lot with my dad. Mm. And we would go the whole Sunday because um he would be expected to be in church by 7:30 p.m. I mean a.m. Mm-hmm. and stay there till 4 p.m. And I would spend the whole Sunday with my dad. Mm. So my sister was just reminding me, "Do you know you're doing exactly what dad did to you?" I'm like, "Whoa." the power that's crazy yeah you know, of of just nurturing uh, nurturing yeah yeah, yeah. That, that that's actually amazing because we do the same thing here at church like we we end up on sundays everyone knows who is who is not my like who who I, who I don't know in church everyone knows on sunday israel oh, yeah. is at church the whole day the whole day and it's because i've seen people do it and it's because i've seen guys like you just like after service it's not let's go home and let's relax it's and let's this, talk yeah. let's connect let's do all these things and yeah. it's become such a culture like and, and, and sundays and is just for church family and it's so amazing family. and 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 i pray that we you know we build on that culture because yeah. i think israel i think it's an amazing culture where oh, yeah. sundays could be just for connecting yeah, and just yeah. bonding and just doing fun stuff as a community of believers mm, you know mm. in in church and you know I I'm, I'm I'm yearning for that day when you know we'd have a cafeteria here where we'd just sit you know and just eat and just yeah. bond you know uh play football for those of us who love football mm-hmm. uh, actually interesting today I'm here 
with the uh, worthy opponent who I <laughs> when it comes to football I don't like him he supports a, <laughs> such a useless team but let me save that for another Listen, day. Listen at least at least my football team is a football team I don't suppose I I, I don't uh, go and support these like social clubs you know like recreational football Sunday league no yeah, no so no <laughs> if if we start this uh, football conversation it will, it, will, it will become um uh, it's not going to end it's not going it's not going to end this 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 moment so that's true yeah. that's true but but um yeah yeah um so we need to get into the conversation okay. of the day okay and the reason uh <clears throat> listeners why i have invited jared is on top of all these things that that he has said that you know that that, that he has listed that he does and we thank god for that jared has lived a past life <laughs> he had a past life and and you my friend you have experienced what it means to be a rich young ruler essentially yes. essentially and, yes. yes and yeah. that's what i want to talk about and wow. <laughs> before we start that actual conversation we need to reference it with the passage for today okay which is the rich young man in uh, the gospels so i chose matthew and i'm just going to read all of it and then we can kind of dive into it okay. as you kind of tell us how you relate to this and this entire topic of prosperity So reading from the book of Matthew, this is the NLT. Um, this is chapter 16, uh, sorry, uh, chapter Matthew 19, verse 16, all the way down to um, 30. So I'll just read, and it says... Matthew 19. Matthew 19, uh, 16 to 30. So this is about the rich man. It says, someone came to Jesus with this question. Teacher, what good deed must I, have, uh, must I do to have eternal life? Why ask me about what is good Jesus replied there is only one who is good but to answer your question if you want to receive eternal life keep the commandments which ones the man asked and Jesus replied you must not murder you must not commit adultery you must not steal you must not testify falsely honor your father and mother love your neighbor as yourself i have obeyed all these commandments the young man replied what else must i do Jesus told him If you want to be perfect, go and sell all your all your possessions and give the money to the poor, and you will have treasures in heaven. Then come and follow me. But when the young man heard this, he went away sad, for he for he had many possessions. Then Jesus said to his disciples, "I tell you the truth, it is very hard for a rich person to enter the kingdom of heaven." I'll say it again, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of heaven. The disciples were astounded. Then who in the world can be saved? They asked. Jesus looked at them intently and said, "Humanly speaking, it is impossible, but with God, everything is possible." Then Peter said to him, "We've given up everything to follow you. What will we get?" Jesus replied, "I assure you that when the world is made new and the Son of Man sits upon his glorious throne, you who have been my followers will also sit on twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel, and everyone who has given up." houses or brothers or sisters or fathers or mothers or children or property for my sake will receive a hundred times as as much in return and will inherit eternal life but many who are uh, but but many who are the greatest now will be the least important then and those who seem least important now will be the greatest then that is the word of the lord amen so obviously the, there's 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 a lot of layers to this verse and the layer that i want to look at it from is the top layer which is talking about actual prosperity actual money but jesus goes a lot deeper 
So it's it's my hope that by the end of this we'll we'll go layer by layer, just seeing what prosperity means from actual possessions to the the state of the heart. And this is where now you come in. Uh, maybe you can just give like a brief history of of of, of how you identify with this rich young ruler. Okay. Yeah. Um, thank you. Um, Israel, please allow me to just pray even as we start. Oh yeah, definitely. Go on. Um, let's pray. Lord, we come before you. Mm-hmm. We want to thank you, dear Lord, for this moment, dear Lord. Father God, nothing is in vain when it comes to you. And Lord, even as we embark, dear Lord, and on, on demystifying, dear Lord, mm-hmm. this myth, dear Lord, about prosperity, O Lord. Father God, may you take your rightful place, dear Lord, and take center stage, O Lord. Yeah. Father God, we invite you to this place, O Lord. In these conversations that we are having, O Lord, mm-hmm. may you take your directorship, O Lord. And Father God, order our steps. Grant us utterances, dear Lord, and may this word, dear Lord, these mm-hmm. conversations, may they land on fertile ground, O Lord. Yeah. Father God, may we kill sin, dear Lord, mm-hmm. through the conversations that we are having, O Lord. Thank yes, you for Father. your servant Israel, O Lord, for just uh, putting this dream upon him, O Lord. And even as we embark on this, dear Lord, have your way, O God. Order our steps, dear Lord, and direct our paths. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. Now, wow. So where do I start? Um, Mm -hmm. Before I came into pastoral, before I came into ministry, Mm -hmm. I was living like this young man that we (laughs) just read. Yeah. (laughs) I was living the life. Um, To be more specific, I was uh, working... um, at the Senate, it's a part of the uh, Parliament of Kenya. Mm. You know, it's the uh, it's a part of the three arms of government in yeah. Kenya. You yeah. know, uh, we have the judiciary, the yeah. executive, and the legislature. So that was part of legislature. Yeah. And uh, I just come in into this space with uh, the new constitution. You know, after it was promulgated, promulgated yeah. in. Uh, 2008, um, the first Senate was instituted in 2013. Yeah. And I came in and uh, it started, but I got to a point where I was living the life, you know. Mm. I used to drive the biggest cars uh, um, in, in, the, in, the, in, in Kenya, you know. Yeah. I used to roll in a V8, mm. you know, and uh, I could tell, you know, I could come here in church and, uh, you know, young people would look at me and like, when I grow up, I want, I want to, bless to be like, yeah. like this young man. I want man. to be like that guy. You know, uh, there's this one time mm-hmm. that uh, <laughs> this is funny. There's this one time that uh, uh, I was called. You know, it was a Saturday, and mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I was called by a young lady, and, and she called me and asked me, "Hi, Gerald. Hi, hi." So I got your number from the pastor. I was asking if you could come and plug in and join us in the worship team. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone wanted to associate with me. Yeah, because yeah. you know, I was a young man. I was rolling big. Mm. You know, I was dressing like you know an expensive young man. Yeah, I was at the the, the titles, the status, the titles, the status. You yeah. know, the power. You know, I was up there. You know, mm. these politicians. I used to interact with them. You know, on a daily basis. You yeah, know, yeah. Uh, when it comes to money, uh, man, I was flowing in money. You know, mm. I, I I used to buy the most expensive watches. Mm. the most expensive phones, you know. I used to buy the most expensive suits, mm. you know, and I would look at myself and think, man, I'm the man. Yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah. the man, you know. That's it. I've got yeah. this figured out, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And of course, with that comes, 
of course with that comes a lot of uh, arrogance pride pride yeah oh you that goes hand in hand yeah <laughs> you know with that and uh, bear in mind that uh, you know i was not married then mm. uh and i was here so of course with pride power Mm, women 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 check in and they <laughs> check in so yeah i used to sleep around i used to you know uh they you know this one it stands you know they, they were my thing and mm, mm. i literally you know taught myself as a demigod i would get anyone yeah, i want yeah, yeah. and uh you know i would do whatever i, I want you know and stuff like that mm. and i was rolling man i was rolling You know, mm, I was mm. the man. I was that guy. Yeah, you yeah. Know. Uh, I would come here, and uh, uh, guys would want to come into the V8, and I'll tell them, "Are you sure you want to get in? Are you? Are you? <laughs> Do are you, you qualify? Yes, you know, you qualify. <laughs> no stuff like that. Yeah. And um, uh, at some point, I actually got a position. Probably, I don't know. Probably, I got a position in 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 the youth church because mm. of my status yeah yeah you know because uh, it was thought that I could mentor you mm. know and lead young people to be like to, me yeah to you know to get to where you to get were, to where yeah. I was but uh, the reality of the matter is on the inside I was very empty and I was mm. you know I was void yeah and I had left the god who got me that job mm. and the god who you know walked with me when i was tamaking yeah and now i was my own man mm. you know and i was worshiping mammon yeah. i call it that yeah so yeah and, um, and it's actually interesting because from from what you've said it's actually gone well into the first question like the 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 first layers of this verse this rich young ruler calls jesus good teacher so he has a definition of what good is yes and I I know like from what you said even though you 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 you've confessed of the emptiness that was inside in that instance when you're in that frame of mind you are good you know like yeah. when you when you look at the things around you everything is good when you look at even when it comes to like comparison because you're I in that life good, man. you like good, like like you're you know? good yes. and the thing is even even in the bad things you're doing there's the whole thing of there's someone worse So compared to them oh yes i, I was good. good you're good you know because yes. because i come to church me. at least yeah i i, you I would know, still I, go party you know yeah. do that but i'm good because i come because because I, i come to church because i am because i'm considering mentoring considering, yes. you know because all, yes, all these I'm, things I'm and, good, and, and, you know. and i'm doing well at my job yeah. so i'm good and i think that's the first thing that and we i'm need. also good i forgot to put this i'm mm-hmm. also good because i'm giving ah there you go i'm you giving know? and i'm giving, giving in abundance you know i'm not So 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 I'm good. I'm good. And that's that's the thing that Jesus first attacks with this money mindset because we come in calling ourselves titles that that we that we we have taken out of context. Oh, yes. But we won't take it out of context because we have taken the space of God. Because mm-hmm. if I'm God, then everyone is beneath me. So I am I I I am good. I'm perfect. I am righteous. I am all these things. And it's not to say that God doesn't call us these things, but he calls us these things when we're inside him oh, no yes. when we're apart from him i think that's that's a very dangerous thing that money does because money now like in this time that we're, that we're living it is king you know like 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 we said earlier money and sex but money there's something that money does and it gives us this 
kind of big-headedness of I'm good, you know. And that's what Jesus is attacking for. He's saying, no, listen, you are comparing with the wrong standard. Oh, yes. And it's very funny that Jesus doesn't say, I am good. He says, no one is good except God. He points yes. to the ultimate standard. The Father. Even though he was fully God, fully man. Oh, yes. But, but he knew that there was, the, there was the potential for people to think that goodness is within me because I see a man saying that he is good. He's good. So he points to the ultimate standard and he says, all this money you have, all these things you have, yes, they serve a purpose. But good, let your standard be God. Wow. Yeah. It's quite interesting because that is exactly what I was feeling like, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd gotten to a place where I'm feeling like I'm a demigod because yeah. I am good and I'm better than the rest, mm. you know. Uh, I would come and wait to be served because I'm good. There you go. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. I, would, I would come and, you know, I would tell this, you know, guys that I'm leading, like, no, we cannot just hang out here. Mm. Let's just go. I'll, you know, I'll buy nyamachoma, you know, I'll, I'll buy, mm. you know, you know, I, I'm, I'm good. Mm. And that's why I would bribe cops, you mm. know, because I'm good. I could get away with it. Yeah. You, you, yeah. you know, you know, I'll break all the rules mm. and, you know. Because well, there's a false security. There's, there's a false security and mm. I was feeling exactly what, you know, I was saying, a demigod, like, I'm, mm. I've, I've taken the position of God, like, that's just me, mm. you know. Mm. I am somewhere there, you know, yeah. where the rest of you are not. Mm. And it's because of the money and the power and the status. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and just moving along swiftly, I guess the, the next logical question would be, um, going off this narrative. So this young man comes and asks Jesus, uh, you know, this question just says he is good. Then he continues to, to kind of justify his own goodness. Because it's like he has heard that God alone is good, but he still wants to insist. Yes. But I've kept the laws. I've done this, like in my strength, in my strength, in my strength. So my question to you would be, when Jesus gives this response that makes the young ruler sad, because he tells him, Okay, you think that you that that you've mastered the law. Okay, there's this one thing that you need to do: get rid of self, because that's essentially what he's saying. Oh yes, this money you have, these things you have, and it and it makes him sad. So my question to you would be: when that time came, were you like, what was your mindset when like that that instance when it dawned on you that God is saying, step away from this, because you did step away in the end. Yes, I mm-hmm. stepped away and. Um, that's a very, very uh, good question that you asked because it was really, really hard. It was really, really hard mm. um, because uh, there are prayer, you know, prayer, prior events that happened before stepping away. Mm-hmm. So allow me to mention this. So um, one of these times when we were having, you know, the city life mm-hmm. and um, it was a week after my birthday and uh, we went partying mm-hmm. and... Um, Parting and drinking, and uh, we decided that uh, you know again in the V8, mm-hmm. you know, and when we were hopping from one club to the other, mm-hmm. you know, we got in an accident, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and uh, no one was hurt, but the car was really really hurt, mm-hmm. you know, and that is when it dawned on me that you know all these things that are making me good mm-hmm. can end in a flash. Vanity of vanity. It can end in a flash, mm-hmm. and um. I sat down, you know, uh, the car is, you know, it, it spun. It was really, really bad, but because it was in the wee hours in the morning, so there were no, oh, yeah, there were less no drivers, traffic, so yeah. there were no traffic. So the other cars stopped and 
just so us, you know, do all those kind of yeah. things. Yeah. And so we, I, I sat down, they came, they found us okay. We were four, four of us in the car mm-hmm. and we were all okay. Uh, one of my brothers had, uh, you know, bumped his head, so he was a bit swollen, but, you know, mm. we were all okay. Yeah, yeah. And I sat down and I'm thinking, my goodness, first of all, this is company car. Mm. And then I was driving under the influence, you know. Yeah. Thinking, my goodness. All this can end, you know, can end. Yeah, just you know, like that. Just like that. Yeah, yeah. So I went and made a pact with God. I told God, God, I remember it was a Friday night. Mm. So Saturday night, I stayed, I mean, Saturday during the day, I stayed indoors. Mm. And I was just crying like a broken man. I cried out and I'm like, God, he didn't have to take this to show my brokenness. Yeah, yeah. But I made a commitment. I made a, a, a pact with God. Mm-hmm. You know, I made a pact with God. I told God, God, if you get me out of this, then I'm done. I'm, I'm done mm. living this good life. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you don't make such a pact with God because that is he, just, yeah. it's just a snap of the finger. He and will act. Yeah, he will he act acts. on it. Yeah. And uh, to cut that story short is, you know, he sorted me out. I didn't lose my job. Mm-hmm. The car, you know, was uh, went away to Kenya mm-hmm. for six months. It mm-hmm. was that bad. Wow. Six months for it to be fixed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and you know the company, you know, and all that, everything was sorted. And God came back and told me, "Okay, mm. it's your turn yeah, yeah. to meet the end of the bargain." Mm-hmm. So I started on a journey. Okay, I started on a journey. Then now, uh, of now retribution of now, you know, I was humbled, so I started. Yeah, yeah. But I did not transition yet. Mm-hmm. So I stayed for two more years. You know, in the power, yeah. in the money. Yeah. And uh, when that call came, now that's the second transition, and that call came to God was, you know, clear and said, I, I want you to get into full ministry. Mm, full know, time. Full time with your wife. Like, pastors don't have job, you know, pastors yeah. don't have money, you know, pastors don't have the life, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, ministers don't have the life, yeah. you know, there's no money in ministry. Like, nah, nah. So I fought with God, mm. literally, for. Six months, I fought with God. Mm. And he literally turned my life upside down. Everything mm. was a mess. I got a warning letter in, in, you know, at work, mm. you know. And I still fought like, no, God, no. I'm not living this life. I'm yeah. not. This, this is the life I am not. I will serve you. Mm. You know, if you want me to go, for, you know, I was even trying to negotiate with God. I was telling God, no, let me turn 55. After I retire, I can serve and you the, full Yeah, time. and I'll serve you. you know? <laughs> but in the meantime, let me just serve you part-time, you yeah. know. And um, I got to a moment where I fasted and uh, I went on a three-day dry fast. To, uh, you know, I call it an Esther fast. Mm. And I searched and I sat with God and I told God, God, why? Why, why do I have to live this life? Mm. And God made it clear. You need to stop worshipping money. Mm. He made it clear yeah. that you, you're serving me, yes, but there is still impurities in you. And yeah. the impurity here is mama. Mm. You know, and he reminded me of that part of scripture where he, the one time that God compared himself is you cannot serve two masters, you cannot yeah, serve God serve, yeah. and mama. Yeah. And he made it clear. You can, you can, you can, you can only serve one. You can only serve mm. one. And actually he goes and says you will love one and hate. And hate. Hate the other. Hate the other. Thank yeah. you. 
you know, and he reminded me, and he told me, I have great plans for you. Mm. I want you yeah. to get out of this space of thinking that money makes things move. Mm. Mm. And he made an ouchy, you know, he made something very ouchy. It, it's, it's still painful. It, it hurt me at that moment. Say, mm -hmm. You're a slave to money. Mm, slave to money. Bound to money. You, you're a slave. Yeah. You know, and he made, you know, clear pictures of like, you cannot, you, you plan, you do not plan with me. You plan with your money. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm the one who's given you that money. Yeah. You know, you're planning with the money. You when like you make look plans. at your bank account and yes. like, okay, now I can and do now one, I can two, do three. this, you know. Yeah. When, yeah. when, 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 when you have to do something, you have to look at the what you have in the in in, in the bank bank account. Mm. You know, that is why you have to get out of that space. Yeah. Because I want your heart, but your heart at the moment still has what impurities. Impurities, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And Israel, I pause and like God. And I went back and asked, so how will I operate? There's mm. no money in ministry. I'm like. That's where now you learn to trust me fully. There you go. You learn trust to trust me fully. God, yeah, yeah, yeah. And let me tell you, Israel, I took that step, but it was very hard. Because mm. mm. again, I went and told God, no, you know, probably I'm, I'm having this conversation by myself, so please confirm. Yeah. <laughs> so please confirm. Told me, okay, you want me to confirm? No problem, I'll confirm. So after, before that fast ended, mm -hmm. uh, in my last day of that fast, uh, we had a bereavement in my family through my wife's side. Mm. And uh, because uh, the meetings, uh, they'd lost, a family friend of theirs had lost their father. Yeah. And because the meetings were held in town, mm. it was um, less than a kilometer where the meetings are held in my office. Yeah, yeah. So I told my wife, you know, um, uh, just, you just, uh, you know, just stay at home. Let me just go represent us as a family. Yeah, yeah. So I went for this meeting and when I went, um, I got in. I didn't know anyone, so mm. I sat at the front. Remember, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, in a nice, expensive suit. Mm. You know, a very expensive tie mm. with a pocket square. You know, yeah. nice, expensive shoes. You no know. dignitaries. Yes, dignitaries. So <laughs> yeah. I sat at the front, like the dignitary that I thought I was. Yeah. So I sat at the front. So this guy comes and like, welcome, pastor. It's a good thing you've come early. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I'm not the I'm pastor. I'm not the pastor. I'm just coming I'm a, as a mourner. I'm coming to mourn just like the rest of you. Mm -hmm. And I move two steps behind. Mm -hmm. So another guy comes. Says, Pastor, thank you so much. So are you wow. ready? We're about to start. I'm like, whoa. I, am not. I told your friend I'm not a pastor. <laughs> I am not a pastor. I have never been a pastor. And I don't intend to be a pastor. Like, okay, okay. I'm just a mourner. Mm. I move now at the back. Mm -hmm. So I see... The second guy now trying to you know organize and move mm. and, and and moving around you know and, and and all that yeah and um at this moment he decides to come to, to just follow me like sorry you had a bad uh, start in earlier yeah my name is uh, Johnson like okay my name is Gerald so Gerald what do you do I'm like I work at the Senate you know I work here right mm. across like oh, okay um do you go to church I'm like yeah I go to church. Which church do you go to? I say, I go to ICC Mara. Mm. Ah, you pastor is uh, you serving under Reverend Julius? Like, yes, yes, yes. That's our senior pastor. I'm like, ah, okay. Mm. So, where where do you serve? You know, and I go ahead to brag, like, you know, I'm a good man. Like, yeah, I serve yeah, in the yeah. men's ministry. Um, you know, I also serve in the youth ministry. So mm. that's why I'm like, ah, okay. 
So this guy goes ahead and says, uh, if Reverend Julius has allowed you to serve in those ministries, mm. then you are of sound mind and of sound doctrine. Mm. So let me allow you, let me talk to you. We have a crisis. Mm-hmm. The pastor is not here and he's not picking <laughs> our homes. Would you please just give us what? Because yes. I know and I've interacted. I grew up with Reverend Julius. So he, he, he So knew. I know his leadership and yeah. I know if you're serving under him, then your doctrine is sound. Yes, yes. So yes. please. And that is when God told me, you wanted a confirmation? Mm. A clear At confirmation? At that point, like it, it, was, it. it was almost like, yes. this is it. This is it. Make a decision now. And I wanted to respond, but I kept quiet. Mm. And he, he didn't give me an option. The gentleman told me, we need to start in the next five minutes. Mm. Please prepare. We'll yeah. give you five minutes to prepare. Mm. And we're not taking no for, for an answer. For an answer. Yeah. So I walked out and I told God, I am. I'm done. I'm, I surrender. Yeah, yeah. Indeed, you have never been as clear as today. Yes, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm done. Now please give me what? Mm. You know? And uh, as I was telling, please give me what? I have five minutes. God told me, no, I'm not giving you any what. Mm. You wanted a confirmation? That There's is your confirmation. confirmation. <laughs> so I'm like, oh no. And he went silent. So I called. Um, uh, one of my mentors is called Pastor Ishmael. And I called Pastor Ishmael. I told Pastor Ishmael, um, I'm stuck. I've mm. been told to come speak here, you know, mm-hmm. and, and he laughed at me. He laughed at me on phone. He told me, <laughs> you, I told you enough times to stop running away. Now yeah, see, now you you're are. stuck. I'm like, yes, please give me word. I've never spoken yeah. here. So he gave me word from uh, Psalms uh, 139, mm. you know. Uh, that was uh, four years ago, I think. So he gave me Psalms, word from Psalms 139, mm. you know. And I prepared like, am I like, just go speak this one. Yeah. So when I walked back to the room, people had started singing, mm. you know, and when I'm there, I'm, you know, so when the singing has died down, when I'm about to start now to go, the pastor walks in mm. and he goes directly to the front to, the to front. start preaching. Yeah. And God tells me, it was just a confirmation. Yeah. Just a confirmation. I just needed you. I just, I just needed like you, I was just giving you the confirmation, the confirmation. that you wanted. Yeah. But now, yeah. here starts the journey. Here starts the journey. And it's that, that's amazing because this is exactly what what Jesus says. Because his his disciples ask him after after he said that it is impossible for a rich man to enter heaven. He says, humanly speaking, it is impossible. But with God, everything is possible. Yeah. And isn't that the nature of ministry? Let me tell it you, it is impossible. It's impossible. Let me yeah. tell you, Israel. I went, I sat down with my senior pastor, Reverend Julius. I told him, well, I'm ready. Mm. I have clearly heard. I'm like, okay. I prayed and God showed me, you know, you and your wife. Yeah. You know, but I wanted him to work on you. So Mm. I, please come in. You need to come in next year. So I handed the resignation at work painfully. Very painfully. (laughs) I can imagine. Painfully. Uh, So this is what happens. This is very important, Israel. Mm. Um, When you serve... In, 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 in the government. Mm-hmm. There's something called gratuity. Mm-hmm. Gratuity is a 30% mm-hmm. of your gross salary mm-hmm. every month mm-hmm. for the time that you have served in that uh, place. Yeah, yeah. And then they give it as a quote-unquote, like a bonus. Uh, like a over, lump sum. Like a lump sum. Yeah, yeah. So I was entitled to it. Mm-hmm. Mark my words, I was entitled, en- entitled to, to it. it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I went, did my, and you see at the back of my mind, still God is saying, 
but the journey starts now yeah. and my impurities uh, still have impurities yeah. in my heart yeah. so at the back of my mind I'm telling you I, I will play God Ooh. because I have a lump sum that is coming so at least it will give me buffer yeah. you know yeah. so okay God I hear you let's do this yeah. but I have a plan what? Plan B. Plan B. At the back of my mind, the thinking that God can't read our minds. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, my, my human mind is telling me, you know, my human mind is telling me, ah, God, God can't see this. Yeah. He can't see this, yeah. <laughs> so I handed my resignation, and uh, you have to wait for like two months. Mm. So I handed my resignation, and then uh, in November, uh, waited for two months. I January, I started there as a full-time, you know, I came into full-time ministry. Mm-hmm. And I'm here, I'm serving so much passion. The first month I'm waiting, I know there's a lump sum that it's is coming. coming. It's coming. Yeah. Shock on me. Mm-hmm. February, March, nothing comes. Wow. I'm like, okay, this this is not good. Mm. I call my guys like, you guys, what's happening? Uh, I think there's a problem. You need to come. Mm-hmm. To cut the long story short, I never received that money. Oh, man. That money never See came God. through. <laughs> it never came through. Mm-hmm. Not a single coin. Yeah. You know? They just decided, you know what? Uh... Uh, there's a lot of bureaucracy. Well, you know, part of it is, you know, corruption. Yeah, guys knew. Yeah, yeah. This guy has resigned. He's not served full-term contract. So, yeah. you know, they take you from one office to the other. But that's just good, how God works. Mm. You know, I never received a coin. Mm. Because God was serious when he said, God was serious. leave everything. Leave everything. Yeah. And I left everything. Yeah. Israel, I left everything. And I've seen the faithfulness of God mm. 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 in ministry. For the past three years, yeah. it's actually three years. Yeah, I've seen the faithfulness of God, and it has been such, has a, been testimony. such a testimony. Yeah, me and my family have never lacked. Mm. I worked in that um, at the Senate for six and a half years, mm. but I've never been so content. I've never been so happy. I've mm. never grown at a personal level. Yeah, you know, I've yeah. never grown spiritually mm. like I've done in these three years. And and, and that's like. That's where this conversation now takes a turn as we go into the the deepest layer of what this verse is actually talking about. Yeah. God is not interested in money. He's interested Please repeat that again. God is not interested in money. Mm. He's interested in our hearts. Mm. And like that's the thing, because like for you, because I'm I'm sure someone can listen to this and think that God doesn't want you to be rich. But the reality is, God wants your heart. Yes. And when he has your heart, you could be rich, you could be poor, and you said to yourself, you are content. Yes. So I guess this is for the, for the person who has been listening in, and you're, you, you know, you're, you're in your career, and you're serving God, and maybe you don't relate to, 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 to the story that Jared has gone through, because your experience with God has been blessing on blessing, and he has kept you and he has grown your heart. This is not a message to tell you that God doesn't want you getting that money, doesn't want you getting that position. It's a message to tell you that you need to give God your heart. Yes. And whatever he returns, it could be the money. Because right now God could, he, he, he owns everything. He could, the Bible says he owns cattle on, on a thousand, thousand hills. hills. He could just decide that to give you an opportunity through something else that would make you even richer than you were before. Oh, yes. He, he could. And he could equally decide that I will not give you anything and you'll have to live Literally, paycheck by paycheck. Yes. But the issue isn't that. The issue is contentment. Contentment. That knowing that, God, you have my heart. My heart. And yes. I like what you've said, Israel. You see, when God has our hearts, mm-hmm. then he has our character. Amen. Amen. When he has our hearts, then yeah. he has our character. God is interested fully. 
not mm. in you know my job my career the money that i have you know mm. the, the investments that i have no god is not invested interested in all that yeah. he's interested in my character yeah yeah my character is my heart mm. you know and so he is god yeah. and i like what you say he might decide you live paycheck by paycheck mm. but with all that what god is just trying to do he wants to win your heart he wants to win your heart yeah the moment god knows the moment your career mm. your job your investments when mm-hmm. the moment they start competing with god god takes them away yeah yeah not because yeah. as you say i like what you said not because he doesn't want you to be rich no mm. just because you can go back and be content in him yes in him Amen fast yeah. in yeah. him yeah. him such that you know god um these plans i make i want to take my family for holiday mm. but god i'm not depending on the money that i have saved yeah. i'm not depending yeah. on the money that i'm saving every month mm. i want to take my family to dubai i want to take my family to switzerland i want to take my family mm. to whatever place mm. but god i'm not depending on the saving yeah Yeah, yeah. Is this your will? Because you see, you yeah. with the moment to give God our heart mm-hmm. and we get ourselves from mammon, from money, mm-hmm. then we align ourselves to his will. Yeah. So is it your will? And God will clearly to tell you, no, it's not time for you to take your family yeah. to Dubai. I'm like, okay, God, I will not question because mm. you're God. Yeah, yeah. I'll wait on your time. And that is what I call contentment. And and on the flip side of that it could be you know what it's your time it's it's time to take your family for it's your time. Dubai. actually you're not going to Dubai you're, you're going, going to Bahamas there you go you you're thinking Dubai I'm like no 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 going to Bahamas yeah. and just so you know those savings that you think you're saving I want those savings I want you to take them to uh, demystify the ministry I want you to take them mm. to um um a children's home I want you to take that yeah, money yeah, yeah. because I will provide I will provide yeah and out of nowhere you know god that's the way he works yeah. and when he does that here's the thing israel very important mm. where does glory go to to him back to god if i do it with money because you, you look around you're like this could not this could have not happened exactly by anyone except by god anyone except god yeah yeah you know with that mm. it eliminates the demigod aspect where like yes. i'm god i'm that's the man true. Yeah. you know true i would not sit at bahamas and say i'm the man you guy you know i hit my neck I have managed yeah. to take my family on holiday to mm. Bahamas. Actually like the the way that I've seen these things happen like just going off that specific example when you get to a place where let's say with family like you've been able to let's say on a go on a vacation and you know that it's been <laughs> God it opens you up to not focus on the on the enjoyment of the vacation but on actually the company that you have you know like my son yes. my wife you know my, my queen my queen yes yeah. no like, like you go there and you yeah. like god has done so much that he has opened up your heart to not just be like i've gone on, on an expensive vacation like i'm here with my family yeah and you create memories that god is so for like he he wants your children to grow up knowing that yes i went to the bahamas but i remember when i looked at my dad and he wasn't on his phone he wasn't looking at his bank account like when you're content You're so open. Man. And God is like, you know what? I'm 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 going to deposit something for the generations to come in such a simple instance, you know? And it happens in every single thing we do when we when we're content in God. My God, is this is where now we say mic drops. You should just, <laughs> you know, you, you just nailed it, you know? Because yeah. Exactly that. And you see that contentment is my son would come back and the kind of stories he'll tell his friends in mm. classes. 
we sang making melodies oh. in the Bahamas beach you know yeah. we did devotion and yeah I yeah. prayed, you know, for my dad, a silly prayer. You, you know, these, those are the memories, you know. Yeah. Like, my, you know, my dad encouraged me to go and pray for someone who I did not know, a total stranger, mm. just because mm. he was crying. And my dad told him, son, I think that boy, you know, would benefit with a hug, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. And we touched a family. Those, these are some of the deposits, as you say, you know. Mm. It's not about the enjoyment. Yeah. It's not. Because at the end it's of the day, the joy that comes the with it, joy comes with it, and joy and contentment, day, glory, the yeah. glory has to go to God, mm, you know, mm, mm. and that's why you do, you know, crazy things like you're in the, in the, you know, in the aeroplane, mm. and you're busy singing, you're like, you know, you're singing, yeah. I don't care what others say, it's I'm such a freedom, for my such Lord, a you know? freedom, that, that's that freedom, yeah. mm. Mm. that freedom, you know, like I'm singing, because mm. the God has been good, my God has been good, you know, I don't care who's seated next on that alley, on that alley, um, you know, yeah. and you get to the hotel, I'm like, you're, receptionist, you're like, hey, you're yeah. like, no, no, do you know God? There you go. Evangelizing you know, what God is Naturally, you, you know, yeah. naturally, you know, because you've been fed your soul, there's an overflow. Mm, yes, amen to that. But so, so, so now as we, as we, as we bring this to the end, there, there's another part that I want to now twist it in. Mm-hmm. And this is a, like, it's a 180 degree turn. And it is to kind of, um, highlight because we talked about the, the, the like when you when you're rich and not in Christ he will you know bring that humility and cause you to ask questions and he will provide for you in contentment so that's one side of contentment mm-hmm. but there's a big difference between being content and being lazy and the thing that I want to talk about now is why God will not give you money in this radical life that we're living God will not and I, I need you to listen to me whoever's whoever you are please listen please listen i have a feeling whatever is coming is heavy <laughs> please listen please listen there's a reason like obviously the past however many minutes we've talked i hope you've taken that to heart and that's one side of the coin but there's this other side of the coin that is going to be the reason why god will not give you money it is not because he hates you it is because you are not sold out for him. There is no way God will put your soul in jeopardy when it comes to giving you money. Amen. When he knows that this is the one thing that will lead you astray. Amen. You could be working and doing, you could be in the best positions, but God will keep you, not because he hates you, not because he hates money, but because he sees that this money will take you farther away from him. And the reason why we have so many millionaires, billionaires who are non-Christian and, and we have Christians who are, like, we, we have tapped into God, the creator of the universe. How many ideas will he not give us? How many innovations will he not give us? How, many, how much provision will, will he not give us? But yet we see Christians living in abject poverty, Christians living in mediocre lifestyles, not because God doesn't give money. And understand me, this is not a prosperity message. God does not give you that job, that, that money, that, that not, not, like, not even millionaire, billionaire mm-hmm. lifestyle, because he knows that you are not sold out for him. There is no way on this earth God will do that for you. And this, this is, I know it's kind of like a rebuke, but it's also an encouragement. That desire that you have to be rich, that desire that you have to have success, that desire... It is only good when it is aligned to God. Because 
God is looking for Christian billionaires. God is looking for someone who he can give three, four billion US dollars and say, and, and, and have not to worry. And because he knows that this is the person that I know will give freely. Could you imagine what one billion dollars would do for the church? My around goodness. the, just, just one goodness. billion. Yet, yet we have Christians who are, you're struggling with your tithe. You're struggling with your offering of, of mere pennies. And, and then you're praying, God, give me a breakthrough in my job. God's like, I want to. I really want to. You have no idea. I want to. To go even above everything you've ever imagined. But you're not sold out for me. And this thing will destroy you. And then we, we, it leads us to a place where we go. And now we move away from God because we've been convinced that God doesn't give. And it, it takes us either away from the faith or it takes us to a different wrong faith where now we start treating God like a transaction. And that's why you have Transactional these... Transactional faith. Yes, yeah. you have these prosperity preachers that are like, yeah, give God one, two, three. We'll give you one, two, three. Begu three, ten. Uh, there you go. You know, because you know in your heart of hearts, you know that I'm not sold out for God. So let me just plant and so, and then we start misquoting verses. Yeah, he said he will give. You know, my father on a, there has a cattle on a thousand hills. So because he has a cattle on a thousand hills, you think you're just going to take his cattle. Don't be useless. <laughs> it, it's, it's so, you know, like this, this radical life. God, you, wants, think, God wants billionaires in this church. He, he wants young people who are bawling, bawling. But he wants young people who take that money and say, God, the first question is, what do you want me to do with it? Or, or actually, the, the first question is, God, how much more can I give now than I did last time? Thank you, thank you, thank you, Israel. I mean, I, I love this conversation. And if you're listening, please start having this conversation mm. with, you, you know, with your community of believers. With, you know, if you're in a small group, just have, start having this conversation. Because yeah. what, what basically we are saying is this money that you're praying for mm. and these billions that you're getting for, God holds them from us because yeah. we become slaves to them. There you go. Become slaves to the little that we to have. To the little that we have. And God looks at the bigger picture. Remember mm. my story. God will not show you the whole picture. Mm. Just show you a step or just a, a, a sneak preview mm. of the mm. whole picture. Mm. So God sees this guy will get into drugs. He'll become a demigod and mm. he will start worshipping. You know, um, he will idolize this money and he'll say like, I'm the best there is. You know, mm. exactly what you're seeing. Yeah, you know, yeah. a church starts from... Uh, a small place and you know it grows and mm. now the pastor becomes now the god you know yeah, yeah, and he, yeah. he 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 literally you know abuses you know mm. the congregants because now he's gotten somewhere he feels like he's a god yeah yeah and that is exactly what we're saying israel yeah you see the reason why god compared himself to money mm. is because of the exact same thing that, that you've said mm. we get to a point where we worship this money mm -hmm. now we it becomes our god yeah. so we are totally dependable on on on, on the money yeah. and that yeah. is exactly what god wants to do away with mm. so he will not give you he'll give you enough you know uh, to as you say paycheck to paycheck yeah. but he'll not give you why because god wants your heart yeah. and he looks at the desires of your heart mm. you might not you know those those are the impurities that i'm saying you might not clearly speak them yeah. but yeah. you see yeah. The mistake that I did when I was in power, I thought my plan B, God did not know it. Remember? Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. But God knows our plan Bs. He, so when we're praying, God, and He sees them, you mm. know, God, please provide me with billions. Provide me with, He sees, He knows. Yeah. Mm, you want me to give you billions. 
because mm. I know deep down your plan B is what what you Yeah. Israel and the guys will know that I'm the man. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I'll go buy all the most expensive um cars. I will move from living in in this uh, neighborhood to go to live in a leafy suburb, you know. Mm-hmm. And God is asking. So you become a slave. Yeah. Yeah. So you no longer focus on me, you mm-hmm. focus on you know. And that is exactly what you're saying is right. Yeah, yeah. One of the things that we really 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 need to ask God is God You know, I like what Psalms um, 139, verse mm-hmm. 23 and 24. Let me just let me just confirm. Yeah. Uh, I like what it says. I I honestly like what it says. Psalm mm. Psalm 123. 139. 139. I think 139, verse 23 and 24. Mm-hmm. Yes, it says, "Search me, God, and mm, know my know heart. My heart. Test me." and know my anxious thoughts yes. see if there is any offensive way in me and lead me, me in the way everlasting yeah. you know israel this is so such a simple statement but it's so powerful because mm. what you're trying to say is god remove any impurity yeah. any impure thought yeah. that i have mm. you know remove it from my heart just remove it yeah yeah that means if you wanted money so that you can when you go for family functions you can go there with your family and look like Mm. God remove that. Yeah, yeah. If you wanted money because you wanted to buy a MacBook Pro mm. so that you in the market space you know you're on that mm. God remove that. Mm, mm, mm. If you wanted money so that you get married so that you know you you know God remove that. Yeah. And it is hard. It's hard. It is hard. It's hard. And these are some of the things that God wants to work before yeah. he blesses us. Mm. You know? And that's why I have always been at admirer of someone like uh, the late Miles Monroe. You know. Mm. This guy had a private jet. You know, but his private jet he used to use it for ministry. Mm. Like God, okay. And he would go to men's ministry, speak for free. Mm. You know, don't pay for me a flight ticket, don't play, you know. Time and money. Have my money. Mm-hmm. This money I'm putting it in the kingdom. Yeah. You yeah. know? And he, you know, exactly that. And that's why God would multiply, you know, mm. his, you know, would multiply. Yeah. He would you know, produce books and you know, he would give someone for free mm. and books for free, you know? His money used to come from advising governments. Yeah, yeah. You know? That's where he used to make money. Mm. But from books and and speaking he never, you know. And this is what God is saying. Now, this is a man after my heart. Yeah, yeah. This is a heart ready to receive the billions. Mm. Because now the billions will not enslave him. Yeah. But the billions will work for him. That's and that true. is where God wants us to get for us to yes, prosper. Yes. I like the three uh, the 180 degree start. Yeah. For God to give us billions. We need to get our hearts need to get to a place where money yeah. works for us. Yes, they become our slave. Works. Yes, yes. Not the other way around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's you know, it like we 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 we've said a lot of things. And you know, as we just kind of finish this conversation, I think there's if there's still any confusion. If 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 you if you're confused just start the conversation again. Listen from minute 1. Uh, you will not be confused anymore. But God and I'm saying this again for the because I know this is a very touchy topic it's not a conversation on on us telling you that God doesn't want you to be rich mm-hmm. it's not a conversation telling you that God wants you to be poor mm-hmm. it's a conversation of contentment oh yes when you're content when you get those billions and buy expensive shoes what is expensive shoes compared to 1 billion it's such a small chunk so, of it yes. you know so True. it's this is this is not me telling you that when you have money and god has allowed you to spend it 
don't spend it. Mm-hmm. Or when you don't have money, you go get loans so that you can spend it to keep up a certain a thing. Status. It's like it goes on, on both extremes. On both extremes. There's a danger. Mm-hmm. It's about coming to the center and knowing that it's content. If I'm content and God has given me um, enough money to pay my rent, I shall pay my rent and I shall be content in God. If I'm content and God has given me enough money to pay my rent and my friends' rents and my friends and friends and friends and still have enough to take a fancy vacation somewhere, I shall do that. But I shall know that it is from a place of contentment that I am enjoying this. We have people like, you know, Paul, who are rich mm-hmm. and who became poor and then who are rich again. Uh, rich again. From, from, <laughs> his, from his tent making, you know, and he was stripped of everything. Mm-hmm. Then we have individuals like Jesus who had nowhere to lay his head, you know. Poor. That, 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 that's, a, that's a definition of, of, of a man who was financially poor. He mm-hmm. was, that was the only place he was poor. He was not poor anywhere else. Then you have people like David. You have people like Solomon. You have Abraham, the father of faith. Mm-hmm. How much did he have? He had a lot, wealth a lot. on wealth on wealth on, on wealth. wealth. So the conversation is not on money. Yes, yes. Primarily. That's where it starts. Mm-hmm. The conversation is the contentment of the heart. Of the heart. So, listener, listen to me, my brother, my sister. <laughs> My friend, if God has put you in a place where there's an opportunity for you to grow in your, in your career, in, in, in whatever institution he has put you in, to gain knowledge that will bring in financial stability and financial abundance, go for it. If he has put you in a place where there is a struggle financially and you know that it's, 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 it's going to be difficult, go for it. Mm-hmm. In both instances, the primary question is, is my heart for God. Because mm-hmm. once that's, that's there, the joy, and I wish you guys could see Gerald's face as he was talking about <laughs> that, that area of contentment, the joy of resting in God mm-hmm. and seeing him come through time and time again. It is the most amazing. Like seeing God come through when you have money, it shows you that, man, God doesn't care about your money. Seeing God come through when you don't have money, it shows that God is above poverty. Yes. God, is, God is above the lack. In both cases, if my heart is content and rooted in God, ah, oh, we're sorted, man. Oh, man. We're sorted. And that one, is one, true radical prosperity. Radical prosperity. And one more thing I, I just, come, just come to mind right now. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, Israel. When you have a lot, mm-hmm. you feel like you can do a lot. You know, like yes. you can sort stuff. Yes, yes. But when God gives you enough, mm-hmm. he makes you dependent on him. So what happens, this is what happens. And that's how the contentment and the growth and the peace comes. Mm. You know, God provides uh, for our needs in his way, in not his through way. the money that we yes. have. Yes. So when he does that, when he provides through his ways, mm-hmm. guess what? You'll sit back and say, oh my goodness, I never saw it this way. Yeah. yeah. I never saw it this way. And so when you go to evangelize, when mm. you see a poor man, it is easy for you to tell them, you know, silver and gold have I none, but there is God mm. that I have. And I can tell you what he has done for me. Mm. He has done me well. I didn't, have, I didn't know how I moved from point A to point B, but mm. God, in his own ways, he did not send money for fuel. Mm. No, he sent fuel, yeah. you know, or he did not send money for fuel. Mm. He sent someone to pick me, take me to point A. Uh, B from A, mm. and that is the way God works. And, what, and, and, what what yeah. what 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 God tries to you know work on us so that we learn to the art of contentment is 
his mind is not our mind there you go yeah his mind his thinking is not our thinking yeah. while we are thinking oh my goodness this is a crisis god oh. is thinking there's no crisis i want to take glory as in the, what will come out of this oh. you will sit back and think oh my goodness wow yeah and and on the on the flip side of that even as we finish because i see we've gone over time on the flip side of that cuz cuz you said this whole idea of silver and gold have i none yeah. but i have god yes there's also the flip side of like silver and gold i have in plenty yeah but this will give you nothing yes if you don't have god if you don't have god and, and, in both and cases, thank you for mentioning that because god. now what what god does that and you, i i like the example you gave of paul mm. sometimes god takes you through seasons yeah, you know yeah. that's so that you can plenty, know so that you can know yeah the plenty didn't help yeah the lack you know made me uh dependent Depressed, on god yeah. so silver and gold i have and then he takes you back now to plenty you know mm. that example of he takes you back to plenty yeah. so silver and gold i have mm-hmm. you know but it won't help you yeah there's someone who you need to depend on not on this silver and gold yeah, yeah. you know and that is exactly what what god wants to do the hearts he wants our hearts to get to that place where mm-hmm. we are dependent on him and him alone yeah, yeah. you know that that simple scenario god have billions what do you want these billions to do for your kingdom yeah please god take directorship of these billions yeah. then god will tell you take this 1 million give it to project kilsin take this 1 million mm. give it to this you know yeah. and you would comfortably you know i can tell you for free israel right now the young people listening to us mm. but there's someone somewhere who's struggling to tithe mm and it's not 1 million you know when when you know if 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 it's a million that means you have to tithe 100,000 no it's yeah. not a million a it's, dollar it's but they're struggling because that yeah. is when we start questioning why should i tithe yeah. does god say yeah. tithe yeah okay yeah. where does my tithe go mm. you yes, know so you start questioning the church is like all these things the church, oh, have you seen the scandal have you seen anything yes the kind of you know mm. and you expect god to bless you <laughs> with billions do not play yourself do not play yourself yeah you know And so that that is where you know we need to get we need to f- shift our focus. Mm. I like this conversation how it has done a, yeah. a 180 degrees turn. We need to shift our focus. It's yeah. not about the money. Yeah. It's about the condition of our heart when it comes to contentment. Yeah. Are we content with God when he is in plenty, mm. when he is silent and when he speaks or are we only content with a condition? Are we put a yeah, condition yeah. to the contentment? Yeah. There you go. There you go. Thank God for that. Thank God for that conversation. Thank you so much, Mr. Jared. Wow. This was amazing. And even as we finish, I just have one more thing to say. Um and it, it just came into my mind. This verse that because because we like we've been talking about Paul. This verse that people misquote and they say I can do all things through God who strengthens me. It is not to do <laughs> with with you succeeding in sports or because yes. I see it with a lot of athletes. I see yeah. with 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 people who do all this. Yeah. Like they just misquote it. That verse is for this conversation. Because yes. Paul was saying, if you read the full context, I've had plenty and I've I've mm. I've, I've had none. And in all things I can succeed yes. because of the God who is me. I can do anything Goodness. through Christ who strengthens, who strengthens me. me. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Um I hope that conversation has blessed you. Mr. Jared, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Here. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This has I look been forward fun. to having more conversations. This like has this. been fun. Please invite me. <laughs> I I'll, shall. I'll, I'll, I shall. Uh, this has been so much fun. <laughs> I've really enjoyed and this is a beauty of yes. you know having authentic conversations with you know mm. our Christian brothers and sisters. Amen to that. We just had a, a conversation you no know, that is a sermon in itself. 
It is. You know? it is Israel, I think is. you know you should uh, uh, you should call for an altar call and uh, ask for sadaka. <laughs> That's what we're yeah? Well, I mean, you did say that there's one person listening who will give a million. So, um Amen. if if you feel Amen. if you feel um I shall DM you my uh no, not my Project Killing Sin official account. Yeah. Your heart is okay, my brother. Your heart is fine. We are content. Yeah. With that, thank you so much and we'll see you guys next week. Be blessed, be blessed, be blessed. Be blessed. Thank you so much. Thank you.